Hey everyone, I'm Laura from the Choosing Content podcast, where I chat weekly about topics close to my heart, being content, living intentionally, and choosing joy. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Hello, what a wonderful day to be here with you. Recently, I've been taking notes. No, not anything crazy, but just noticing the things around me that have really been working well. And today, I'm sharing a list of the 10 things that have been saving my life. No, not my real life, just my sanity life. Natalie, please turn down your tablet, please. Thank you. Taking time to read is number one. I struggle with this one. When I read, I am voracious. I don't like to be interrupted. I like finishing a book within 24 hours, and I haven't read much for the last few years because the niche that I like, historical fiction, is usually a disaster if I'm interrupted too many times. This means that I've had to shift my genre of choice for the time being, but I've stopped giving myself permission to be frustrated by a circumstance and just find books that can be picked up and put down easily. Number two, spending time outside. Y'all, I love being outdoors if there's something fun I'm doing. Riding a boat, a jet ski, or even a four-wheeler is incredibly fun to me. If it's yard work, however, I'm not interested. Flower beds are chores, and they make me want to cry, and I don't enjoy them. It's the most depressing thing in the world to spend money on something that is basically guaranteed to die. I don't like it. It hurts. It's not fun. And as far as yard work goes, I basically came with a premarital agreement that I would never be required to mow grass. That being said... We've installed a small shade, and I have a little lawn chair for me to sit in the back while Natalie rides her tricycle. And let me tell you, I am loving those hours. Number three, writing and editing. If I'm being honest, I love the revising and editing part the most. I love taking ideas and simply making them better. It's a craft, and I find it incredibly fun and rewarding. Number four. Leaving my phone in the other room, especially as I sleep. Up until recently, I had never actually done this. You see, as a single person, I always felt like it was a good idea to have my phone handy. More recently, we were in a season that we knew we might be needed throughout the night. However, right now, those concerns are severely minimized. And y'all, it really does make a difference. The rest is incredible. And I don't know why, but I think I'm going to keep it up. Number five, a five by five. At the beginning of the year, I borrowed the phrase or mantra, five minutes matters from Dana K. White, author of Decluttering at the Speed of Life. And it was helpful. I got a lot done, but I have to tell you, I kind of began to resent it about March because it seemed that there was always something to do. And I'm not wrong because there always is. Five minutes to make a phone call, five minutes to do a brain dump, five minutes to empty the dishwasher, five minutes to straighten the living room. There's always something to do in five minutes. What I had to embrace also in that season was that five minutes of rest matters. Right now, when something feels a little hairy, five minutes will usually remedy the situation into something more manageable. Five minutes goes a long way when you've minimized and decluttered. My five by five is simply starting in a room and spending five minutes there and then moving on to the next room. After five minutes, I move on to the next until I get five rooms done. 
can I tell you what? We only have about 10 rooms in our house. And when I say 10 rooms, I mean like that includes the laundry room and all the bathrooms. And guess what? Five minutes matters. And each room suddenly never gets too out of control. Number six, acknowledging the good. Gratitude turns what you have into enough. And I venture to say that for many of us, our lives have had blessings even in the hard times. And I firmly believe that finding the good even on the hard days helps us to reset and to have a good perspective. I will acknowledge the good in my days. Number seven, finding the things that make you say, oh, (laughs) there you are. What I had noticed over time is that the things that were for me, I had scrimped on, I had saved on, whether that be finances or time. And over the last two months, I've simply stopped whether that's a long shower or something good like a mini snack or a favorite candy or making sure that my favorite pajamas are ready for me. I found that there are some things that make me go, "Mm, there you are. And I'll stop now because this is an upcoming episode and I think it's one that's so needed because I think we are losing sometimes what we enjoy. And I think it's so important to say, oh, there you are. Be looking for that one soon. Number eight, learning something new. In the past few years, I've questioned if I was really a lifelong learner. I always said I was, but it didn't feel like I was learning anything new. As I look back, I learned a lot. I kept up with a lot and my plate was full. But over the past couple of months, I chose the things that I've wanted to learn. I've joined some challenges on YouTube. I've done free online classes. I've learned a new computer program and how to upload podcasts to YouTube. I've learned how to do threading. And I've always identified myself with being a quick learner. It was affirmation that I still enjoy learning something new. And you know what? I am pretty quick at it after all. Number nine, permission to be done. Now, I am someone who likes to make things happen. I often feel a need to push through to finish a project or if not push through to do it very, very well to completion. And in the last several weeks, I've come to realize that nothing is actually as urgent as what I give it place. And there's reason for that. One of the reasons is that I tend to take care of things much more ahead of time than necessary. I tend to pay my bills a little bit before they're due. I tend to plan ahead on family vacations. So there's not ever really a lot of urgency because we've worked hard on the front end. That being said, on the days that need WD-40, and yesterday was one of those, I'm giving myself permission to pause. For me, It most often means a drive-thru for a McDonald's drink. You know, the dollar ones that you can uh, pay for out of your change jar in the car? And a trip to the car wash. It's a pause in the rhythm, and it's a pause for when I'm not certain. Usually my willpower is renewed. I get an idea, or at least a moment to take back, like take a step back and then move forward. On the days that I am put a fork in me done, 
I give myself permission to be done and it's been the most freeing thing. Lastly, I wanted to share a quote that has been on my heart for the last month. I ran across this quote from a ladies book group and I will share that book with you at a different time. It has struck me and become a cornerstone in my day-to-days, my everydays. My days are now measured with this. Thou hast made us for thyself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they find rest in you. Thou hast made us for thyself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they find rest in you. My days are now measured with I was created for the Lord and what am I doing for him? Am I honoring and serving him? Am I reaching out to others? This perspective alone has made my days feel like they matter. The small things like texting a friend or giving my husband an extra long hug. Those matter when I realize that I am made for Christ and that my every days must be unto him. I know that I cannot find rest in him unless I am working for him and with him. No wonder my heart can be so restless when I am relying on my own strength and my own agenda. It's because my heart will be restless until it finds rest in him. You know, I think Constantine hit it on the nose because so often when we are restless, we don't know where to turn and we think we can power through something. But really, we don't have to. We just have to find rest in Christ. When we center our lives around Christ, combined with an attitude of gratitude, I think it's a, I think it's a recipe for transformation in our day-to-day lives. I think it is a way to have a simple life. I think it is about choosing joy. I think it is about finding hope. So I don't want my agenda to be mine. I want it to be his. And I want to find rest in that. Y'all, it has been such a great pleasure to host the Choosing Content podcast. Again, thank you for joining me another week of the Choosing Content podcast. I hope to meet you back here next week. Now, let's go find the good today.